I also really would love to get your take on this moment that happened tonight, a really interesting moment between Donald Trump, Donald Trump and Tim Scott. Take a look. She actually appointed you, Tim. <laughs> and think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. How's that for an awkward moment, Bakari? Uh, how's that playing in South Carolina? Oh, it, it'll be fine for Tim in South Carolina. <laughs> I think, I think, I think after that he said, I just love you. He, he grabbed did, the mic yes. and said, I just love you. It, it's a couple of things. One, I want to read the book about the psychology of Donald Trump and how he gets men to kind of just bend at his will. Mm -hmm. um, whether it be a general, whether it be a businessman, you've seen people in his cabinet, you see people in his orbit that just kind of turn into shells of themselves. I had an issue with that because I actually served uh, in, this, in the legislature from 06 to 14. I served with Tim and Nikki. Nikki was actually governor for four of those years. We all sat near each other. And, and Nikki went out of her way to make sure that she made an historic appointment with Tim Scott. And I think for him to chuckle like that was, uh, was something that just threw a dagger at Nikki that was outside the realm of politics. And I think Tim is better than that. And I know a lot of people on my left are going to say, no, he's not, blah, 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 blah. But I do hold him in high regard. I know him very well. He's a friend. And I think he's better than that. And I think that sometimes when people get around Donald Trump, we, um, they bow to the least of us. And that was not a good moment for Tim Scott. It was probably a good moment for Tim Scott in this race against Ben Carson or uh, Representative Stefanik or Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who are probably front runners for the vice president. But it wasn't a good moment for the country, and it made my stomach curl a little bit. Uh, I think you, you almost got uh, Senator Scott's reaction to what Donald Trump said, because you said, he said, well, it's because I love you. I think he said more like, I love <laughs> you, and almost gave him a, a hug. But that just goes to show, as you said, the links he is going to to impress Donald Trump. And, and you think about what are the qualifications he is looking at for someone in his VP pick. We know he's he says he's made up his mind, but the team has to make a, a team decision. His qualifications are not about your experience or your, your qualifications or your background. It is about fealty and your lo loyalty to Donald Trump. Those are the top credentials for him in terms of making this choice. And he wants someone that's out there that is out there and impresses him, but will not overshadow him. And so you have to find that fine line to make sure that you make an impression on him, but you're not going to steal his shine. And uh, Tim Scott, I think, will help in some ways. You have to look at Donald Trump, how is he going to appeal to the general election audience? He needs someone that is not as far right to him, someone that's a little bit more moderate, someone who can reach out to the evangelical community, like, uh, like a Mike Pence. Tim Scott has a tremendous faith story. He is a man of religion, a man of God, and we see it every time he speaks. So that is someone that would be a good But we didn't him. see it tonight. We did that's not the see problem. It. Yeah. And that's, that's what I mean. Like, Tim Scott is all of those things that you name. I think he'll be a dynamic vice president, formidable. I can see him sitting across the stage with Kamala Harris and them having a historic good debate about issues and substantive issues. It'd be good for the country. But tonight, what you saw was weakness, right? I mean, there's no reason to pile on in the way that you did. You must hate her. I mean, no, she helped make you. Like, this is what it is. And I, I, I don't, Nikki Haley does not need anybody feeling sorry for her. In fact, if she goes on for the next four weeks, it's going to be the most brutal she's ever been through. But tonight, Tim Scott had a chance to do something different. And I just think he cowered in the moment. Does it surprise you at all? I mean, that no. Was his I mean, I, I think right now the Republican Party is, is in the midst of this sort of warrior mentality. 
And, and I think to the point that you raised, uh, Bakari, about the psychology of people who, who surround themselves uh, with Trump and they sort of change from what we may know them to be, uh, it's because they recognize, I would argue, that many Republican voters want to see other fighters with the general, if you will. I would agree with Bakari. I, I don't think it was, was necessary. Uh, but looking at someone like Scott, I think you need to think about two things. You need stability. Donald Trump has to convince a significant amount of voters outside of those ardent Trump supporters that there will be stability if he returns to the White House for another four years. That's the biggest critique of him, that it's going to be a, a wild ride for four years. Most people don't really want that, even if they aren't very excited about President Biden. The second thing I think for Republicans, we have to think about the next four years and beyond. Donald Trump's only going to get one other shot at this if he were to win. Who are we positioning to lead the next mantle, the next iteration of conservatism, whatever in the world that's going to be, uh, in 2028? And so I'm hoping that those around Donald Trump are also considering those factors. How important is that, though, to a Donald Trump? Donald Trump doesn't want anything but fealty, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. the people around him will say, here's why you need to pick this right. person, because you need to try to bring in this chunk mm -hmm. of voters. Right. Schmeichel's thinking like a strategist yes. and like a good and decent person. Trump is none of those things. <laughs> I try. Sorry. He's impulsive. <laughs> he's impulsive and he's narcissistic. He's not going to pick Tim Scott because he's Mike Pence 2.0. I, I know Mike Pence. I knew him when he was in the Congress. He is a person of integrity. He's a person of deep faith and character. And that led him at the moment of truth to side with the Constitution against Trump. Trump never wants that to happen again. And, and I think Alice is right to name a couple of these women, Governor Noam of South Dakota, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders of Arkansas, Elise Stefanik, the congresswoman from New York. I think he's going to pick, and I'm not kidding, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the congresswoman from Georgia. Here's why. Oh, come on, Paul. In addition to loyalty, which she will offer blindly and wholeheartedly and absolutely, there's another thing that Trump really values, and that's clicks. Who gets the highest ratings? Who gets the most clicks? Keep in mind... He came onto the scene as a TV, reality TV guy. He loves that stuff. And, and people on my side don't much like Marjorie Taylor Greene, but every time she pokes her head up on social yeah. media, the clicks go through the roof, the donations go through the roof, the ratings go through the roof. And I say, He's going to pick yeah, her. But he'll be going back to Florida, though, if he chooses. I mean, Paul, I'm often wrong. I'm just going to write that. I think everybody we name, from Tim Scott to Marjorie Taylor Greene to Tucker Carlson to Sarah Huckabee Sanders, really don't hold a candle. And I want to push back on Harry for a, a minute to Kamala Harris. I think over the past three years, one of the things we've seen is the vice president of the United States coming to her own. And that's also what a Republican has to look at in terms of a matchup. And right now, she, I believe, is actually building comfort amongst Dems as somebody who can step in and do the job because they come out of rough and tumble times and she's actually gotten some on-the-job training.